Hello children, welcome to Coast Access Storytime. I have a new book by David Hill, a New Zealand author who writes great stories. This book is called Three Scoops. There's a picture of an ice cream cone with three scoops on the cover. That's because there's three stories inside. I'm going to start with number two. It's titled I Wish because I think it's one you'll enjoy. It's about a boy, Trent, who finds a very strange box of books amongst the moving boxes. Trent Caram was bored. He and his mum had moved to this grotty flat in a different town. They'd been here two days and Trent was totally bored. His computer hadn't arrived. There weren't any other kids in the street. One skinny guy who looked about Trent's age had gone past and stared at him. Trent stared back. Somewhere down the hill was a school he would be starting at tomorrow. How long till the kids there found out how ordinary and boring he was? Trent, his mother was calling, do you know what these are? In the living room, Mrs. Caram stood staring into a cardboard carton full of books. Are these yours? I don't recognise them. Trent stared at the strange covers. Not mine. His mother sighed. The moving people must have got someone else's stuff mixed up with ours. Trent picked up one of the books. Take it slowly by somebody. He read a couple of pages. Boring. His mother glanced at her watch. Oh no, I'll be late. I have to write an article about the new hospital. She grabbed her car keys and headed to the door. Could you sort this stuff out, please, love? Make yourself a sandwich for lunch. The car spluttered off up the drive. Trent picked up another book from the strange carton. Works naturally by someone else. Totally boring. Suddenly, he felt wild at everything, at moving to this boring new town and the squatty flat and his missing computer and these boring books and... and everything. He drew his arm back and chucked works naturally across the living room. The book flew through the air and whacked into the far wall before landing on the floor, pages open. Then the book spoke. Ow! it said. You idiot! That hurt. Trent stared at the book lying on the floor. What? What? I said, that hurt, the book told him. You dumb bum? Would you like me to shut you against a wall? I, you, no, sorry, Trent mumbled. This must be a dream, or maybe a nightmare. No, not a daymare. He'd better make sure he was really awake. He pinched his side to check. Ouch, he yelped. Good, went the book. You deserve a bit of pain. Trent swallowed. Can you see me? Of course I can see you. The book's voice was high and squeaky. And you're seriously ugly. Pick me up. Very carefully, Trent moved forward and lifted works naturally from the floor. It had fallen open at a page with an illustration a little green figure looking at him. The green figure moved. Ah! yelled Trent and dropped the book. Oh, you idiot, it shouted. 
What are you doing? Very carefully, Trent picked up the book once more. The illustration moved again. The green figure was lifting its green head from the page. Whoa! Trent shouted and dropped the book a second time. Works naturally whacked onto the carpet again. No! Oh! The voice yelled. You dozy moron! Pick me up! Trent picked up the book, placed it on the table, opened it and jumped back. The tiny figure on the page glared up at him. It was all green. Hair, face, legs, hands, shorts, t-shirt. It stretched two green arms, shook a green head and sat half up on the page. Took your time, didn't you? Trent swallowed. What, what are you? I'm sore. Some brainless human keeps dropping me. The creature's green t-shirt had words on it, also in green. Fairies suck, they read. What are you? Trent asked again. There was a green stud in the green nose. The green hair was cut in a mohawk on the green skull. I'm a book elf, of course. Man, you're thick. Trent wasn't sure he'd heard properly. A bookshelf, a book elf, the creature shrieked. Is that like a genie? The book elf looked pleased. A genius? Yes, I'm a genius, all right. Trent shook his head. No, I mean, he stopped. A car was spluttering down the driveway. His mother. Trent shoved the green head back inside the covers. The green hair felt dry and bristly. He closed the book hard. Ugh! A voice went, Yes, do... Trent whipped, works naturally, back into the carton of strange books. The hospital had everything ready for me, Mrs. Caram said. Who were you talking to, love? Um, myself, Trent said. His mum laughed. Anything interesting in that carton of books? Interesting? Trent shrugged. Yeah, could be. They carried on unpacking through the afternoon. Drove past your new school on the way home, Trent's mum said. Looks nice. Nice till the kids there found out how ordinary he was. But Trent wasn't thinking about his new school. He kept glancing at the carton of books. Had it really happened? Maybe he'd better pinch himself to make sure. No, there was the bruise from the first pinch. We'll have to send those books back to whoever owns them. Trent jerked at his mother's words. Had he just heard a faint voice yelling, Another thick-brained human. Early night, eh, love? Mrs. Karam yawned. Maybe your computer will arrive tomorrow. His computer? Trent had almost forgotten it. Half an hour later, he and his mother were in bed. Half an hour after that, Trent tiptoed through to the living room and opened the carton of books. Which book had the book elf been in? Just right? No, the one underneath. Works naturally. There was a noise coming from inside it, someone moaning. He must have heard the weird midget when he shut the book. Then Trent grinned. It wasn't someone moaning. It was someone snoring. 
pages open to show a green figure lying on its back with its mouth open. Every time the figure snored, its green mohawk shook. Trent poked the book elf's shoulder. A green mouth snapped shut. Two green eyes snapped open. It wasn't me, gabbled the book elf. I didn't do anything. Shh, hissed Trent. The green face glared. Don't you shush me, you dim-witted. You'll wake my mum, warned Trent. The book elf kept glaring, but went quiet. What's your name? Trent asked. Green shoulders shrugged. I don't bother with a name. I'm too special. You can call me your highness, or genius, like you did before. Trent grinned again. I'll call you Jean. So, what is a book elf? Jean sighed. Man, you're dumb. Book elves are like the spirits of stories. We move from book to book and make sure they really grab readers. If you can move from book to book, how come you're stuck in this one? The book elf scowled. Slob. Trent scowled straight back. Don't you call me a slob. No, I mean slob, scary lords of book elves. They're my bosses. They stuck me in here because they said I was rude to people. The bone brains. Trent grinned a third time. Rude to people? You? Never. Jean nodded. Unbelievable, eh? But the slob slobs stuff me in here till I do better. Are you a real genie? Trent asked. Can you grant wishes and stuff? The book elf hesitated. Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? Trent. Mrs. Karam's voice came from her bedroom. What are you doing? Uh, I'm getting a drink of water. Just asking the glass where it was. His mother laughed sleepily. You funny kid. Good night. Night, Mum. Trent realised he'd shut works naturally again. He put it back in its carton, went back to bed and couldn't sleep. His new school was called North Valley and his new teacher was Mr Masco. After lunch, Mr Masco started reading to room 21. Trent looked around the class. A dark-haired guy drawing in his folder looked sort of familiar. Across the row sat a girl with fair hair. Next to her was a guy with braces. Then Trent stared. The book his new teacher was reading. It sounded like that one from the carton. Take it slowly. Mr Masco grinned at room 21. I'm reading you this because we're visiting the Indoor Adventure Centre tomorrow, remember? We're going on the climbing wall. Kids made pretend scared faces at one another. None of them looked at Trent. He hadn't expected them to. He was ordinary. If only he could do something special. Yeah, like what? His first day at North Valley finally ended. As he followed the other kids out of room 21, Trent realised something. The dark-haired folder drawer was the guy who'd wandered past the flat yesterday. He realised something else too. He had a major question to ask Jean, the book elf.
Mrs. Caram was in the living room. Hello, love. How was the first day? Trent muttered something. Your computer arrived, his mum said. The movers found it in their truck. Trent twitched. Where's those books? Mrs. Caram laughed. Still here. The moving company don't know anything about them. We'll give them to a gala day sometime. I'll move them out of the way as soon as we've got a bit more sorted. His mother went into the kitchen. Trent opened the carton and took out Take It Slowly. He put his ear close to Works Naturally. Silence. He left the second book in the carton and took the other to his room. By dinner time, he was nearly halfway through. It wasn't boring after all. It was cool. There were accidents, dangers, rock climbing, disasters. Later, after his mother was asleep, Trent crept through to the living room, holding Take It Slowly. He lifted works naturally from its carton and opened it. Had a good day? The green face grunted. I've had a boring day. Trent stared at the green T-shirt. The words on it read, Dwarfs are short of a brain. You've changed your T-shirt, he said. Don't you? The book elf snapped. Are you smelly as well as stupid? Trent ignored him. You say these slob dudes put you in here. What do you have to do to get out? Jean sniffed. I have to help people and stop being rude to them. How unfair is that? And you can grant wishes? Jean hesitated again. They can only be wishes from books. I'm a book elf, right? And no, forget it. Trent picked up. Take it slowly. This book, it... The book elf sighed. Hold it in front of my nose, you thicky. Please. Trent held the book so it almost touched the tiny green nose with its tiny green stud. Jean breathed in deeply. Okay, said the squeaky voice. It's about these high school kids who go tramping in the bush. They get caught in a storm. A flood nearly kills one girl. One guy climbs a cliff and... How do you know all that? demanded Trent. Jean grinned a green grin. I'm a book elf, remember? Trent swallowed. Our teacher's taking us to the climbing wall at the Indoor Adventure Centre. If you make me a brilliant climber, like the guy in the book, then you'll really help me. And Slob will be pleased, right? Jean nodded. You got a deal. Mmm, it won't take you long, will it? The climbing? A few minutes, I suppose. Why? Trent. Just like the night before, his mother's voice made Trent jerk, works naturally, shut. A muffled yelp came from inside. Are you talking to the glass again? His mother asked. No, I'm talking to the water. His mother was silent. Then, are you feeling sick, love? No, I'm okay. Works naturally went back into the carton and Trent headed back to his room. He didn't sleep well that night, either. The climbing wall was amazing, Mr Masco said on the bus next morning. 
The skinny guy was two seats in front, drawing in another folder. He didn't say anything to anyone, but the girl with the fair hair said something to everyone. Her name was Diana. Trent knew this because other kids kept going, Shut up, Dina! Inside the centre, the climbing wall towered above them, like the cliff and take it slowly. Trent remembered his wish and swallowed. A fit-looking woman appeared and smiled at the class. Hello, people. She showed them a leather belt, hanging from wires. This is a harness. If you need to let go, the harness holds you. You can't fall. I'll be holding the rope. Plus you wear a helmet in case your head butt our expensive wall. The instructor, Katie, Mr. Masco called her, showed how it was done. Push with your legs, she said as she moved smoothly up. Get your whole hand on each grip. Don't look down. That was all and take it slowly too, Trent remembered. So, Katie asked, who's going first? You, Richie? Their teacher nodded to a stocky guy who put on the harness and helmet and climbed up about five metres. Then one foot slipped and he skidded back down till the harness held him. Room 21 clapped. Dina, said Mr M. The fair-haired girl talked to the wall as she puffed up. Then she yelled, Rock climbing really rocks, eh? Room 21 groaned. Kieran, it was the silent, dark-haired boy. He pulled himself from ledge to rock till he was over halfway up, then swung back down in big leaps while Katie played out the rope. He's good, Trent realised. But I'll be better. I have to be special. Please, Jean. Who's next? Trent must have moved because the teacher's eyes met his. You, Trent? Suddenly, Trent's mouth spoke. Okay, I've done some climbing. He hadn't meant to say those words. He felt his stomach start to churn. As he stepped forward, a tingling grew in his arms and hands. It rushed down into his legs. Power poured through him. His wish was working. Take your time, Katie told him. Trent looked upwards. Then he began to climb. Brilliantly. It was like magic. His body flowed up the wall. His legs pushed. His arms reached. His hands gripped. Well, well, went Katie, already way below him. A mountaineer. Trent snaked on. He was halfway up already. He was being so special. Tricky bit ahead, he heard Katie call. Take it slowly. Take it slowly? The title of that book. How weird. But he didn't need to take it slowly. His wish was working perfectly. Trent gazed upward. A rock jutted above him. He could reach it easily. He bent his legs and flung himself up. All the power and strength vanished from his body. He missed the rock and fell. Help! He squealed. He thudded into the wall, helmet first. Ow! He yelled. Oh! Kids started to laugh. 
Trent heard some going, ooh, and others pretending to squeal, help. He clung to the wall. What had happened? What had gone wrong? The harness and ropes caught at him as he came swinging down. You okay? Katie asked. Got a bit carried away, eh? Trent stared at the floor. Why had his wish ended so suddenly? Had something happened to Jean? He half watched the others climb. Nobody got as high as him. Pah, then nobody else made an idiot of themselves like him either. Back in school, they read plays by themselves. You're going to act them in your groups next week, Mr. Masco announced. Start choosing one. Trent looked at one about a guy's bedroom that was so messy, even his dog wouldn't go in. Another with a guy feeling nervous about playing the guitar in a school concert. After that, Mr. M read them more of, Take it slowly. Now that you know what it's like. He didn't look at Trent. Trent's head kept fizzing with questions. Why had his wish ended like that? Why had he fallen from the wall? Should he throw useless Jean over a wall too? As he walked uphill towards the flat, he saw skinny Karen ahead of him. The other boy saw Trent and slowed down, then kept going. Huh, thought Trent. Who'd want to walk with someone as useless as me? A note from his mother was on the table. Out researching article on meteors. Had a good day? No, I've had a stink day, Trent thought. And someone else is going to have an even stinkier day. From the carton he lifted out, take it slowly. Underneath it was one called Duo. Its cover showed a guy playing a guitar. He picked up works naturally. Snoring started inside. Snoring that was too loud to be real. The book elf lay on his back, eyes shut. Wake up! Trent shook the book. The green eyes shut tighter. Trent shook harder. Today, Jean's green t-shirt read, Trolls play with dolls. His green eyelids opened. Oh, it's you. Mm. Everything go all right? Yeah, it did. The book elf looked pleased. It did? Cool. Told you I was a genius. Slob will be pleased. It went all right, till it stopped. How come my wish ended so suddenly? Jean stared at his green toes. If a book elf doesn't behave like the stupid slob rules say, we should, then our spells don't work as long. He gave a cheesy grin. Still, I tried. My next one should last longer. Trent stared. So, if I ask for another wish, can you do it? Not yet, the book elf muttered. I need time to charge my batteries. Trent blinked. Batteries? The green figure sighed. Humans are dumb, but you're the dumbest. Doing wishes is hard work. I need to build up my energy. Come back in a couple of days. Read a book while you're waiting. It might give you a few clues. What book? Trent asked. The book elf sighed again. Any book? He waved a hand at the carton. The books, in case you were too thick to... In case you hadn't noticed... Trent picked Duo with its guitar guy. He read it till his mum came home. He read it after dinner 
and in bed. By the time he put his light out, he had a new plan. Wow, what do you think? Interesting, isn't it? And as you can tell, it's a fantasy story, but with lots of ordinary, everyday stuff as well. We'll start Chapter 7 next time. Books and Co. and Oltaki specialise in New Zealand books, but I notice I've also got a big shipment of puzzles and activities in. Take a drive up with family and have a look. State Highway 1, Oltaki. Goodbye. Happy reading. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.